Hey, what's up, guys? Hope that you're doing well and staying safe. Wanted to follow up on a video I did last week about Paulie Yaji. He recently had an interview on IFL TV, and he brought up some interesting points. He was asked about Devin Haney's white boy comments, and he brought up the Eastern European influence in the sport right now and other Caucasian fighters doing well as it related to Devin Haney's comments. So I did a video kind of expanding on that and talking about the history of demographic shifts in the sport of boxing. And, uh, you know, I talk mostly about Eastern European and Central Asian fighters, of course, because there is, you know, a movement right now, a wave uh, affecting the sport of boxing in a big way. And it's not just in the heavyweight division. It's pretty much in all divisions right now. In the midst of that, I brought up Canelo Alvarez's name. I think Tyson Fury and a few other fighters that aren't necessarily Eastern European, but they're from the greater, broader group, Caucasian, whatever whatever term you want to use, white. And um, so it related to that discussion. And it was interesting to see the reaction from some of you guys. Some of you were like, oh, right on. And some of you were like offended, if not threatened by what I said. And then um, some of you, there was comments several times, and I don't know if the video was got on some LDBC person's list and they sent over some of their subscribers or what, but I saw a bunch of comments saying, uh, Canelo ain't white, he's Mexican. Canelo ain't Caucasian, he's Mexican. Actually, he's both. And that got me thinking more and more about the, the differences between nationality, ethnicity, and race. And they're all three different things and how these things are used by boxing promoters to promote fights. And that's been going on since the beginning of boxing. That whole issue, you know, is something that I've always been interested in, and I've spent a lot of time studying and reading about because of where I grew up and the dynamic of, you know, my neighborhood and everything. Some of the things I was witness to and went through as, as a young person, and my own family background, the more I learned about it, the more interested I became in human history, anthropology, the great human diaspora out of Africa and to different parts of the world, how we all became, how we all went from basically one race into a, you know several sub-races, and then from there, further sub-sub-races. And then we all started kind of mixing back together again, and how all that you know extrapolates into modern uh, America and the modern world. The difference of, you know, actual race and ethnicity and then the social constructs of race and ethnicity. These are things I've studied at length. I've taken some college courses. I've read a lot. I've attended some live lectures. I've watched a lot of documentaries on this subject. It's something I find very interesting. As a person who is an ethnic mix myself, I come from an ethnically diverse family. I'm in an interracial relationship. Uh, I have family members of uh, mixed ancestry and mixed race. So uh, it's something that I'm just interested in and I've studied a lot. And it, it always amazes me how ignorant, particularly America is, with race and the, the weird relationship America has with race. And I know that there's a very loaded history there and there's a lot of uh, emotions, you know, boiling under the surface for a lot of people. But there's also, you know, a lot of that is based in ignorance, just flat out ignorance. People just do not understand the differences between these different things. I think that the European education system and some of the Asian education system just overall does a much better job 
explaining this stuff. And even in Latin America, people just seem to be more knowledgeable about the difference between nationality, culture, and race than here in the United States. Baffles me because we're the most dominant, I guess, empire in the history of the world, if you want to call it that. We're, we're the most dynamic and socially diverse empire in the history of the world, yet we're so stupid when it comes to this stuff. And as it relates to boxing, again, to come full circle here, this stuff has been used to promote the sport since the beginning of the sport, you know, and not just necessarily ethnicity and things like that, but sometimes it's all demographics, man. Sometimes you'll have a fight in New York and it's a guy from Brooklyn versus a guy from um, the Bronx or in LA, it's a guy from South LA versus a guy from East LA. And the crowd will be divided on that. Sometimes you'll have a, a situation where it's a Catholic fighter versus a Protestant Christian fighter or a Jewish fighter versus a Muslim fighter. I mean, all this stuff, right? So all these things play into how fights are marketed. And most diehard fight fans really don't give a shit. They, they can appreciate and um, admire fighters from all walks of life and you know, one of the things I've said a million times, and I'll say it a million more, one of the cool parts of being a boxing fan is that if you're a true fight fan, you're pro you've probably been a fan of, a, of fighters from literally every corner of the earth. And that's a cool thing about our sport. And that, that's kind of what I was trying to tie into in that video last week, just how all these demographic waves and shifts really mirror what happens in our society when you have different groups of people coming in and at first they're the new kids on the block and then they start to uh, integrate into the greater society and that's kind of just the story of America it's kind of the story of the world if you really look at human history and boxing tells that story every generation it's just a cool thing you don't always get that in other sports you know especially a lot of the team sports you know not all demographics are represented at least not in a, in a more diverse way in, in most of these team sports, the way they are in boxing. So that's something that, you know, I, I like learning about different cultures and stuff like that. And it's one of the things I love about boxing. But anyway, I just wanted to, some of you were so triggered by me calling Canelo white or Caucasian. And I, I, I just want to explain to you what I mean by that. And, but, but before I get into that, let me just one quick tangent. The video, you know, where I was addressing Paulie Malignaggi's comments, I need to make something clear. I don't, I didn't agree with everything Paulie said, 100%. I agreed with some of what he said, and then I kind of expanded, expounded on that. But, you know, Paulie in the past has said a lot of stupid things that I completely disagree with. And there's certain moves Paulie's made where he really made himself look like an idiot. You know, I and look, I could say the same thing about myself. All of you watching this could say the same thing about yourselves. I'm sure we're all human beings, okay? So just because I might agree with one comment doesn't mean I agree with all of them, and vice versa. So you know, I just need to make sure that that's very clear. And anyway, um, with Canelo Alvarez, oh, I, you know, I'm going to say one more tangent. Just because I'm talking about one group of fighters, okay? doesn't mean that I'm trying to slight other groups of fighters. And that's something that it's a very interesting dynamic in 2020, particularly among Generation Zers. I know this. Even on Twitter, you know, I'll go back to a, a tweet that I had a while back, tweeting, you know, thanking the Mexican fans and the British fans. And I got pounded by activists on Twitter. There's a group of, of activists, specifically black activists, 
that pounded me on Twitter saying, oh, I guess you hate black fight fans then. I'm like, what? Just because, number one, there are plenty of black British boxing fans. So so my tweet did include black people. <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, because again, nationality versus culture versus race, different things. We'll talk more about that in a second. But it, it was so interesting to me that that tweet offended people because just because I didn't mention maybe your particular group didn't mean I was dissing it. It didn't mean I was trying to slight you or whatever group you feel you represent. I was just talking about one, two specific groups of people that, by the way, include many different races. And it's the same thing with this video I did last week. I saw certain comments on there. And again, I think maybe it got on some LDBC guy's radar and he talked about it in the video because some of the people that were commenting, I'd never seen their, their names before. So I think they came over just to diss the video. But they were saying, you know, things almost as if I was slighting them or slighting certain groups of fighters. And I, I found that very interesting because that's not what I was doing. I was just talking about one particular group and maybe their broader group and how, you know, they're having success in the sport right now that perhaps Devin Haney kind of overlooked. And that's what Paul Malignaggi was addressing in this IFL interview that I was talking about. So anyway... If I talk about oranges, it doesn't mean that I'm sliding apples or bananas or peaches, okay? I'm just talking about apples. So don't get so damn offended. Apples is still fruit, all right? So oranges and bananas, all that's included. I'm just talking specifically about oranges, all right? I know that's a horrible analogy. It's the best I could do with uh, on the spot. Okay, nationality, culture, and race. So when we look at Canelo Alvarez, his nationality is Mexican. That's where he's from. He's Mexican. His ethnicity or culture, if you will, is Hispanic. His race, if he were to take a DNA test, is maybe 100%, but at least 90% or so. The overwhelming majority of his ancestry is from Europe. He's mostly, if not all, Caucasian. That's very clear if you look at him. Those are three distinctly different things, yet they're all related in different ways. He's all of those things. That shouldn't be controversial for me to say that. That shouldn't offend or threaten some of you. And I don't know why that does threaten some of you. Uh, I just, some of your comments on the last video were so interesting as it relates to that stuff. Guys, I mean, just you have to... Expand your mind a little bit outside of what the media teaches you. Keep in mind, the media's, I'm not going to say sole purpose, but the media, the politicians, the fucking corporations, academia, and especially Hollywood, the entertainment industry, one of their main focuses is to keep all of you divided and angry and hateful toward each other because that keeps them in power. So, why, you know, I've always wondered. Why don't we teach anthropology in high school? Why don't we teach human history? Why don't we teach genetics and the truth about race and how we all got to be where we are today? Because the second we start doing that, racism's gone in a generation or two. It's that simple. If you want to eliminate racism, just tell the fucking truth about race. But what do you learn in history class in the United States? Colonization, slavery, women got the right to vote. Martin Luther King got whacked. 
Barack Obama became president, the internet happened. Boom, that's that's your history course in America. And if you look at what Hollywood does in movies, they're very invested in keeping certain things, certain narratives running all the time to keep people mad. Anyway, just human beings, we all started in the same place as the same group of people. We left Africa. We spread out in the world. And we became kind of landlocked, and the populations became more uh, homogenous. And over thousands of years, hundreds of generations, uh, there were genetic variations and and different things, characteristics uh, changed. And you started to have sub-races, right? So this took place over thousands of years. And then over the last thousand years or so, particularly over the last 500 years with Europe colonizing, and now China's doing some colonizing, um, people started to mix together again. And then you started to get sub-races of sub-races. But if you're a Mexican person, okay, if you're a, whether you're in America or in Mexico or wherever, and you take a DNA test, you're not going to get results that say, oh, I'm 92% Mexican. There's no such thing as Mexican DNA. It's no different than me as an American person. It, like you can't be of American ancestry. You you can't be of. I should. There's no American race. There's no Canadian race. There's no Mexican race. There's no Hispanic race. Those are descriptors in, for different things. But people haven't been in Mexico. I mean, well, oh, let me back that up. Indigenous peoples have been in Mexico for thousands of years. Indigenous peoples have been throughout the Americas for thousands of years. So if you have any indigenous blood, quote-unquote Native American blood, that will show up. That will show up on a DNA test. But all the different people that came here from Europe, Africa, and Asia, they haven't been here long enough to create a new race or a new sub-race, right? So if you take a DNA test, chances are the majority of your ancestry is going to tie back to Europe, Africa or Asia, a mixture of them, and maybe you have some indigenous blood here in the Americas. But I, you know, I'm always reminded. There's a, one of my friends back in LA. He's, he's a Mexican American, and I remember he took the 23andMe DNA test, and he called me up. He was so pissed off. He was almost in tears. He goes, "Dude, I paid the money for this test. It's bullshit. It says I'm zero percent Mexican." He was so pissed off. Dude, I couldn't be more Mexican. My parents are from Mexico. I moved here when I was a kid. And he, he was so mad. And, and I, you know, he, anyway, his DNA was like uh, Spanish, French, Lebanese, and I think like German or some shit, and like 8% uh, native indigenous. I don't know if it was Aztec. Inc. I can't remember uh, what, what type of tribe, but he was like over 90% European. And it said 0% Mexican, although the indigenous, his indigenous ancestry did come from Mexico. But he couldn't understand, and I had to explain this, dude. No, dude, that's your race, dude. That's your racial, ethnic, like, like background, your ancestral background. People didn't just start in Mexico. We all started in Africa. You know, I broke all this shit down to him, and it kind of blew his fucking mind. And he looks at himself differently now. He's still very proud of being Mexican, as he should be. And that's still, of course, his culture and everything else. His nationality is Mexican-American because uh, he was like a baby when he came here. Uh, so, I mean, he's American, but he was technically born back there. But anyway, you know, he, he sees things a little differently now. And then he realizes, man, I got more in common with 
this person over here than I realized before. But I still have shit in common with this person over there too. But he just sees things from a broader perspective now. And I just, I'm always reminded of that example. Anyway, I, I thought that might be cool. Any of you guys out there who have taken the 23andMe test, or I think there's several of them. I think Ancestry.com does one. If you've taken that test, particularly if, if you're someone of Hispanic heritage, please list your results. I, I'm so curious. It, it, make a comment and, and talk about it. But I don't give a damn what part of the world you're from. If you've taken that test, list the results. You know, g- Give me your, your, your racial makeup because I think it would be an interesting educational learning experience for a lot of people that are just were brought up in the American system where they're taught that there are basically two races <laughs> and uh, if you're, you know, if you're Mariah Carey, who's a quarter black, Mariah Carey is a quarter black. She goes around calling herself black and no one asks any questions. Yep, her Mariah Carey and Serena Williams. Yeah, they're the exact same person. You know, tie it to boxing. Uh, people will look at Canelo Alvarez, uh, Juan Francisco Estrada, and Irislandi Lara. Yeah, they're the same race. And, like, that baffles me that people can just lie to themselves like that over and over and over just because that's what the system tells them to think. It's literally as if Hollywood every year puts out a movie that called 2 plus 2 equals 5. And after a while, people just start to believe it. Yeah, 2 plus 2 is 5, motherfucker. Because that's what they're programmed to think. Yet their eyes tell them, wait, there's 2 and there's 2. That ain't 5, but, man... George Clooney told me 2 plus 2 equals 5, so did George Lucas, and so did Barack Obama, Donald Trump, so I gotta believe that. So it just always amazes me. Guys, Canelo Alvarez, Juan Francisco Estrada, and Irizlani Lara are all the same heritage because they're all Hispanic. They have different nationalities. A couple, Two of them are Mexican, one's Cuban. But they're all different races. Clearly, Canelo Alvarez is Caucasian. Juan Francisco Estrada is Mestizo, which is a mixture of European and indigenous. Probably majority indigenous, if you look at his features. And there is Lani Lara is obviously black. They're not the same race. So, in a racial standpoint, Devin Haney... And who's clearly probably has some Caucasian ancestry as well, but is mostly black, you know, clearly. Him and Irizlandi Lara have, you know, similarity racially, just as Canelo Alvarez and Vasily Lomachenko have similarities racially. But they have a different cultural, ethnic, uh, their ethnicity, cultural backgrounds different. And of course, their nationalities are different. Guys, this is just. The way it works, this is just genetics, biology, science, whatever you want to call it. These are just facts. It shouldn't offend you or shock you or, or, or scare you. Embrace it. It's part of what makes us human. It's part of what's really, really cool about boxing. And just remember in the back of your head, the system wants you to think a certain way. They don't want you to use your fucking eyes and your brain. And boxing promoters are using this shit to market fights. And there's certain YouTube channels and media outlets using this shit to keep people divided and angry, and they're making money off of it. So educate yourself, embrace the things that actually tie us together. And I should state for the record, my last name is Montero, right? You guys mostly know me as Italian, but I'm actually an ethnic mix. Um, My dad's Latin and my mother's Slavic, okay? But my, my dad's mostly Sicilian, which is Latin. That's it's technically Latino because Latino means Latin, but it's not Hispanic. Hispanic means of Spain. So you can be Latino or Latin 
and not necessarily Hispanic, believe it or not. And I, I know I'm getting really granular with this shit, right? You could get really, really granular with it. But there's also, you know, Latin America, but there's also Latin Europe. I mean, Spain, Portugal, Italy, these are p- countries that are part of the old Latin heritage. In fact, the Latin heritage spawned from that part of the world, okay? It was when those people over there started to colonize what is now called Latin America that it became Latin America. <laughs> anyway, the name Montero comes from Spain. Way, way back when, uh, an ancestor of mine left Spain and moved to Sicily and mixed in with the population there and kept the Spanish name. I've taken the 23andMe test, my, my father, my mother, and my sister have, and we found out that it's not surprising we have a little bit of Spanish uh, ancestry in us, which, you know, again, is part of the greater Latin culture, but specifically, technically, that means I'm part Hispanic, technically. So, you know, guys, the, the more you learn about yourself and your background, the more you'll discover we're all fucking mixed, and we all have way more in common with each other than than we don't. So start using your brain and your eyes. It's okay to call Canelo Alvarez white. It's okay to call him Mexican, too, because guess what? He's both. It's okay. It's not a big deal. All right. Um, Ask me anything video. The answer session is coming up soon. I'll do that live either later today or tomorrow. And uh, of course, TNC next week, we're going to have a fighter on a world champion fighter on TNC next week. I'll see you guys then.